You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. Um, so, hi, everybody. I'm Kat. I am a compulsive eater. Um, as I said earlier, I came in the program about 10 years ago. Um, you know, just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. I live up in a place called Greeley Hill, not too far from Yosemite. Uh, I like to say it's where God lives and breathes, but not where Wi-Fi lives and breathes. So you'll all see that I'm in my car. I'm at my community center using their Wi-Fi. This is how we Zoom in the rural areas. Um, you know, just a little bit of my story. You know, I was abused um, sexually by my father when I was a kid. Don't remember it. Um, have sisters that are willing enough to let me know what went on. Um, at this time in my life, you know, my brain says I'm not going to let my past affect me, but obviously it did as far as my weight was concerned. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll give an example of that a little bit later, but, um, you know, it was, it was, I have to say now with 2020 hindsight, of course, looking back, God brought me into this program um, through television, through um, different media, through people. Um, I remember the first meeting I came to, there was nobody there because everybody had gone to an intergroup meeting. And one member happened to come by and sat and talked with me for an hour and said, please come back. Um, since joining this program, I've had my ups and downs. Um, I started this program again, I think through God's eyes, because as is to the opposite way of this program, my first sponsor did not wait for me to ask. She came up and said, you need me and I will take care of you. And so this is what we are going to do. Um, I have had two sponsors in this program. I have had 12 sponsees in this program over the 10 years. I am very proud to say I still have a relationship with every single one of them. Some of them on a daily basis, some of them on a weekly basis, whenever they can. Um, I... I'm just truly blessed to have these people in my life. Um, what I have learned in this program is keep coming back at works. In the t 10 years I've been in this program, I have never left. 
I have never gone out of the rooms. I still attend my meetings. And um, I believe that that is probably the key to my success in this program. Um, I have learned that the weight that I carried, and I'm not necessarily talking about fat, the weight that I carried is one of is only a manifestation of the things that I've had to deal with in my life. And now when I see heavy people out and about, the public or whatever, I understand. And I see the weight they carry is the way their lives has bestowed their problems upon them. And I understand because they are me. Um, I was going to try to show my picture. I don't know because I don't have anything on this laptop. I was going to try to show my before picture. We'll see if it shows up for you guys. And um, I have to put it in front of me. Maybe you guys can see it. This is me at 430 pounds. Um, obviously, with the 180-pound um, weight loss, it is a, it's just God's doing. And I have to say, when I first came into program, I did not have God in my life. I had uh, discarded him many years ago because I thought he had discarded me. So you'd have, to uh, tilt it up, you'd have to tilt it up or down. We could see green. Okay. You want me to try again? Sorry, guys. I'll try it again. Taking up my time. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Thank you, um, Kat. You're welcome. So I've been asked to talk about the fifth step, um, which is admitted to God, ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Um, and so I have it all written down. I apologize for, for looking at it and reading a little bit of it. Um, in my program, the fifth step was used to give away my fourth step inventory. When I first gave away my inventory to my sponsor, at that point in time, I don't know, Lynn, you probably remember, but there were like 280 questions, something like that, in our fourth step inventory. It's different now, but back then it was, uh, it was quite thorough. Um, I was lucky. My sponsor's advice on my fourth step was to look at my life and my life experiences with 2020 hindsight. There could have been problems in my past, wrongs, rights, but they were all to be revealed and looked at. In giving away my fourth step, I answered my questions like three to four at a time. And then I met with my sponsor, gave the answers, and 
then we had a dialogue. Um, the, the process was truly a window into my awareness of how I became the person I am and how my life experiences shaped my life. Um, you know, I would give an answer to the question and I have seen this over the years with sponsees, you know, we just answer the basic minimum, uh, on a question, but my sponsor wouldn't let me get away with that. She would listen to my answer and then she would say, well, how did that make you feel? Or what did that lead you to come to? Or how could you have changed it in any ways? It was an open, honest dialogue. Um, this allowed me to kind of answer the questions, pull out everything that she could possibly pull out of me, and then release it and let it go and move forward, taking another step forward. Um, I think it was a process for me, a tool, if you will, that let me release my past experiences so I wouldn't have to keep swallowing them because that's what I did my whole life. I swallowed my emotions. I swallowed all the bad things I swallowed. And, um, over time they became, they started festering and this was not good for me because as you could see, it just, you know, I was, a, I was like a balloon. I blew up. So, um, it was a very important process for me. I was very lucky to have her as my sponsor to begin with. Um, I can't say that I do a lot of things differently for my sponsees. Um, going into the fourth step, it is my awareness, because I've been through it, that some of the questions might involve secrets, you know, the all-important secrets that maybe we don't want to share with anyone. Um, maybe it's just an experience in their past that, that they perceive that they don't want to share or that they'll be embarrassed. So I like to give my sponsees some, I'll call it perceived control. And I ask them to tell me how they would be comfortable in doing their fifth step. Whether it's with me, their sponsor, whether it's with a minister or a counselor, um, I want them to make the choice because for me, knowing that they must give their answers, answers honestly and openly is the most important thing. Um, if there's any reluctance to give any or all of their answers to me, I would rather that they went to a neutral person. Um, I have done it where my sponsee has given me some of their questions, but have saved others of their questions to share with another person. Um, I do ask that the other person let me know that they shared. 
they don't have to tell me what they shared. They just send me an email and said, I met with such and such. And we went over some difficult questions. Um, for the sponsee, that relieves them of the pressure of me knowing something that they don't maybe necessarily want me to know. Um, that has been only twice in my experience. Uh, for the most part, most um, sponsees give me their answers. For me, just like I did, I feel the most effective way is to share face-to-face. -face. It gives a more interactive experience. Um, you know, obviously, it's been difficult in the last year to do that. But for me, uh, emotions are a big part of our answers and how we felt at that time. And by doing it face-to-face, -face, this is a chance for me to let them know that they are not alone, that I understand, and that even I may have been there, done that. And that seems to make people more comfortable and going down the road even more open. I also, like I was taught, don't try to give my sponsees too much at a time. I ask them, you know, what they would be comfortable with. Maybe it's three to five questions a week, and then we can get together. Um, in the last year, we've had to do that by face-to-face -face time or telephone. Um, it's, it's just not the same, um, but it gets them through. A lot of sponsees just want to be over and done with rather than really delving into it. Um, personally, I don't care how long it takes. I think it's important um, to be open and honest about it. So I have them do, if they're okay with it, three to five questions as thoroughly as they can. We get together, we talk about them, then we give them away. Um, I think this is a chance for them to learn that in this program, um, we don't want to be overwhelmed with the amount of questions to be done, so it's much easier to go a few at a time. I've also gone with one question at a time. Um, this is a huge time commitment for both the sponsee and the sponsor, but the advantage is it teaches the sponsee one of our greatest tenets in OA, and that's to go one day, one meal, one question at a time. And it gives them that tenet that I only have to do one. I don't have to worry about the other however many. I don't have to worry about the future. I don't have to worry about the meal at the end of the day. I just have to deal with this one thing right now. And I think that's a great tool for them to learn that. Um, as we share this fifth step, we can leave the secrets and experiences in the past and live in the now, relying more heavily on our higher power, which is what we all want. 
we can do this because we know that in sharing our experiences, our rights, our wrongs, the things that we want to let go of, we are also shown that what we have then is a state of forgiveness. Once having an awareness that forgiveness exists, we can start searching through the next steps to make that forgiveness possible. Uh, I'm reminded of something that is written in the fifth step, the 12 and, in the 12 and 12. It says that damned up emotion, quote, the damned up emotion of years break out of their confinement and miraculously vanish as soon as they are exposed. As the pain subsides, a healing tranquility takes its place. I experienced this phenomenon many years ago, before I was in OA, actually. And she called me and told me that she needed to share a secret. And so she told me, she'd been in therapy many, many years, and she told me at that point that um, our father had abused her. And my immediate response was, that's why I'm fat. I have no memories, but I instinctively, instinctively knew that she was right. And so that sense of relief for both of us was immediate. The pain was still there. The uncertainty was there about where do we go from here? Uh, and they all had to be dealt with. But the reality was that neither she or I had to go forward with it alone. And that's, to me, what the fifth step does. We do not have to go through it alone. We can go through it with our higher power. We can go through it with our sponsor. We can go through it with the membership and the community that is OA. This realization is my goal for my sponsees to understand that they are not alone and that we can work together and we can deal with any emotions or pain in a healthier way. And by doing that, we can be one with ourselves, our higher power, and our fellow men. And that's all I have, guys. I just go one day at a time the best and healthiest way that I can. Thank you.